Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Metaphysical Hour. I'm Julia Cannon, and this is my co-host, Tracy Mahan. <laughs> so excited to be here. And today we have a special guest, Saba. You guys remember Saba, right? <laughs> Hello, everyone. I can't not say her name without like singing her name, right? Saba. Saba. <laughs> Saba looks a little, on, sing, sing. Uh, a little more summery <laughs> dressed. She's in Florida, where mm -hmm. we're we're in the cooler temperatures. We're, yeah, we're not. Yeah, so we're <laughs> we're all sending her the nice, cool winter vibes <laughs> to see how long it takes before she throws on the shawl. <laughs> I have it here behind me, just in case. <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought today, you know, it was it was fifty, but I'm telling you. The sky, it, it looks and it just feels like the way it does right when it's going to snow. I mean, it just has that feel about it, but it was too warm, but it sure had that feeling to it. And it's like, I'm, I was waiting for snowflakes anytime now, but they didn't happen. It actually <laughs> said it was supposed to snow yesterday. Oh, yeah. So I opened my curtains and sat there. You're ready. And, it, and like it literally said, it's going to snow for this long and then you'll have a little break and then it'll snow. And I'm watching. I'm like, it's not snowing. Wide. You know, you know what? Well, there's an old wives' tale. Okay, and I last year I I, I think I might I, I finally I think I gave up on it eventually. But there's an old wives' tale that says, however many days before Thanksgiving that you know if it snows, you just count how many days it is, and that's how many times it will snow in the in the winter. Okay, in the season. And last year, it was 12 days before Thanksgiving. And sure enough, we had a lot of snows, a lot of different days of snows. If it was 12, I don't remember. Guess what? It didn't snow Ooh. before Thanksgiving. So you're going to have a light winter. Maybe. That would be nice. <laughs> really if not, come visit Florida. Crossing all the fingers. <laughs> I don't know if there's any merit to it, but I, that's what last year I'm like, I'm going to, every year I'm going, okay, I'm going to remember this and I'm going to count every one of them and I'm just going to see how close it is. We had a lot of snows. A lot of snows. Cool. Some years are like anyway, that. That was, yeah. So we're all going to be checking in to see how this winter goes for you. Are you going to, are you going to have snow? Yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep you updated. Nothing. Yeah, I'll I'll keep you updated on Arkansas weather and Northwest Arkansas weather, and we will also have our weekly updates on the energy. So mm. Where are we on that right now? You said we're about going into Mercury retrograde. We're just about yeah. This is part um, of why we were a little late getting on today. <laughs> we're having a little technical <laughs> issue, like literally that was happening today with my siblings and I, and uh, getting some Christmas stuff together. We had purchased it last night and then this morning it went on sale. <laughs> it's like, that is a really a Mercury retrograde thing. So, you know, because of the big hassle now to get the one uh, and it's not like they'll just reimburse it. It's like return this one and then buy it. Again. <laughs> it's such pain. And so it's like, that's a Mercury retrograde thing. So I did go look that up. Mercury is going to be retrograde December 13th through January 1st. Um, and so we are starting to feel the shadow effects of that. Um, I'm sure that's part of it. I also learned today, I had a little astrology today on myself and learned that I was born in a Mercury retrograde. All these years, I didn't know that I was actually oh. born in one. So, Interesting. So doesn't that make it where then that's maybe a uh, a power for you rather than I mean, you, you adapt to it easily if you're born during one? I, I've heard that. So... So now that I understand that to be true, that should be my reality. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Saba? <laughs> I don't know. You know, Mercury, Mercury retrograde has been amazing for me always. I don't know. But today was a little choppy, huh? They, well, I mean, just with technical, it, it likes to affect communication, technical, or yeah. electronics, internet, hmm. computers all the things yeah so so it could be a little bit of that yeah um other than that i didn't end up having time to um dabble in what else was going on with the universe at this time and i even told myself i was looking at at one and i said oh i'm gonna watch this one and then i can't remember if i got a phone call or something happened 
and I forgot to go back to it. So my apologies, you guys, but we do know that the Mercury in retrograde is coming up. I know that that full moon that we all just experienced was very emotional, like it was really pulling at our at some emotional strings, depending on where it lands in your chart. So we do got to kind of say it like that, too. It's going to affect everybody differently, depending on how these things land in your chart. But overall, it was an emotional thing. So where were you hitting your emotions? You know, what house would it have been? And that kind of tells you like, oh, well, it wasn't emotional with relationships, but I had an emotional time at work or you know, I was struggling with something that I was trying to create, and then you can kind of figure out where it was in your chart. So, Tracy, how do you find out where, what house things are in? How do you, you find it? I just Google that. Um, I mean, because that's based cause, on... Because I mean, there's 12 houses, and right. so Julia and I just talked a minute ago for you guys, we are going to ask the astrologer that I just worked with, we're going to ask her to come on. She's She's going to work on some dates. Um, and we're going to try and get her on here before the new year to talk to us all about what's coming in for 2024. But yes, so everybody has every sign in their chart mm -hmm. and there's 12 houses and where those signs fall in your, your houses. Um, at the time of birth, not as we're proceeding and going forward, it's just wherever it is. And it stays there. Is that what you, that house? I don't know if that's accurate or not. Cause I don't okay. know about that. See, that's what, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> because I think as we progress, you could do the chart for the day, you could do the chart for the year, you you know, and so I'm sure the planets will fall differently. But if you're doing your birth chart, yeah. like this gal just literally sat down and we know each other about that much. And she just laid out my personality. And I'm like, my neck was starting to hurt. Yep, 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 that's me. So, um, so that was a lot of fun to just know that these certain things are in my chart and that type of thing. And then we took a little journey and, okay, let's look at where is it progressing for this and this and this. Uh, just a little bit about my chart was that it um, one of the things I set up for myself as far as like relationships, like, you know, I've been single for a long time. Mm -hmm. I was like, why? I want to know why. Yeah. I set up this, this lifetime to be a healing journey. I wanted to heal things. So I'm not, I'm not taking a hiatus entirely from relationships, but I wanted to heal past life relationships. I wanted to heal and focus on me. Mm -hmm. And then when that healing is done, then I will open up to the relationship. And I was like, that makes so much sense. So I think there's a lot of people doing that. Yeah. So, so we'll bring Mary Jo on. She'll talk to all of us about some of this stuff and answer questions for us. I think it'd be, those would be great questions for her. Mm -hmm. As far as does the chart change? That would be awesome to know. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. I so feel like just, just to, I know we were, go, well, we're going to let you answer questions or anything. At the, if anybody has any uh, questions going on oh here, but before we do that, I mean, what are you kind of seeing in your sessions? Are you seeing any themes running? And you and Tracy can bat that around as far as like, you know, what, what are some things that you guys are seeing? Um, that's always, I love keeping my finger on the pulse of what's going on. Um, so when we talk themes, are we talking like what the, well, I guess anything could be a theme, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, kind of patterns, anything that you're seeing. Yeah. I've been seeing some interesting patterns. Um, of course, the sessions always mirror something back to us. So that's always a given mm -hmm. in the sessions, which is amazing for us practitioners, which I love. Um, but there's been, um, like different timelines that keep repeating. Uh, and of course, I'm always attracting the aliens. Uh, <laughs> people, honestly, it's just like when they book I'm just, and they're telling me something on the phone, I'm like, of course, they're booking with me. So if it's something to do with another planet, so that's a given. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but in addition to that, which has been interesting, is people connected to Jesus, Um watching him speak somewhere. I mean, really beautiful accounts has uh, mm. been a theme ongoing. Um, and then I, I always forget the name of them. They have the cross, um, like, a like that, uh, Templars. Oh, yeah. The night, oh, yeah. 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 Knights Templars or something like that. Gosh, uh, I don't know in the chat. It's gonna, yeah. You know. It's like Knights of Templar. There. Yeah. 
We didn't yes. chat. We had the voice of Tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's that voice? Who's that voice? <laughs> Yeah. yeah because uh, yeah exactly that makes sense it's right so why are you seeing that why do you think that that's the pattern let's put it like the knights and everything why is that because that was a secret society yeah you know um i actually am in the process of piecing it together as clients come in and i see that um i see a lot right now it's that and a lot of people that served in some sort of capacity in a military or a knight in armor. Um, so it's interesting. Um, I am seeing that. So I'm in the process of trying to figure it out. Maybe we can figure it out together, (laughs) but it's been a very fascinating, um, very fascinating link that I see repeat in. And I say link, wow, that just came out. But yeah, uh, the Jesus ones are amazing too. I mean, everything is just beautiful. So they're watching him speak. Were any of them around his healing or any of Yes. Okay. So I've had some where they were right around him in a circle. I've had some watching him from a distance. But the theme that came through to me was they were just hearing his vibration, his voice. And, um, just having their eyes on him again, brings us to what we understand today about energy, frequency, vibration. And it seems that when he would speak, they actually have had several of them say, I don't even know what he's saying, but I can kind of hear his, um, voice and they're just crying and crying. So then I'm like, wow, it's the frequency. It's, it's that love frequency that they're picking up on. And so that was a very powerful message that I picked up on that, like, wow, this is just being in that presence of that love and just setting their eyes on him, you know, yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Really beautiful. I would say the only theme I'm running across is contrast, the contrast theme, like they have a life where they had the family and the love and the long relationship and everything went well. And then they have the life where they don't have any of that. Why are they alone and what's going on? And and the higher self is saying contrast. They wanted the contrast. They knew what it was like to have it. Then they wanted to know what it was like to not have it. Okay. And it seems like there's a lot of that coming up right now where people are getting that contrast pointed out to them that they chose that, that they wanted the contrast of it. Wow. So, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not easy either. Right. It's like, unless you're in the lifetime where you have it all, but it seems like the other lifetimes are the ones where they had it all. And then this lifetime they're experiencing not having it but but see how healing that is you know but i did have it and i chose this <laughs> to experience yeah. okay a question though if they're choosing this to experience and they're having that experience are they able to shift it yeah. are they able to change it now that they know this information yeah and that was what i asked is so here for the contrast um yeah can they shift that now that they have the experience now that they know what that contrast is now can they shift that and of course yes they can yeah um it's all and that's you know that's why we find the sessions when we find because we have come to the end of that and we can change it the reason i'm asking that because i get asked a lot especially in maybe not this circle but in some little other circles where it's some of this is still kind of new and they're like, but I thought it was all planned. I thought, you know, if we come in to have this experience or whatever, I'm supposed to, you know, isn't that what's dictating everything? How does manifestation work in there? And that's where, you know, so if you guys want to address that, because. Yeah. Do you want to take that? Side? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a very interesting concept that you're bringing up for sure on, Hey, if we're in a time in place where we have these predestined um, uh, turns and uh, things that we have to accomplish, I feel like there's a nudge that happens. So if you're supposed to work on something in this lifetime, there's going to be these little nudges similar to um, uh, if somebody says, oh my gosh, this was like the worst thing while they're going through it. And then they, um, they look back and they're like, wow, that was such an amazing turn in my life. And that has set the next 10 years, 20 years of my life on a different path. So I feel that, okay, there's that part, but then there's also the part of, 
learning how to manipulate energy, like Dolores would say, um, and how to work with the energy as, as long as it's see, yeah, as long as it's not with attachments, I feel like too many attachments is my take on it. I don't know. But once we get out of balance, what do you, I've got to address it. What do you mean by attachments? (laughs) Okay. So when I say, oh no, girl, I meant like not attached to the outcome, like attachments, meaning like, Hey, I have to be totally, um, in this place at this time. And I'm 1 million percent with exactly, (laughs) you know, and, and just completely, uh, uh, fixated, I should say, how about that fixated on that label of, it has to be this way. And now we're out of balance, right? Because we're hyper fixated or we're hyper, um, just not in balance about it. I think there's that level of balance with it where our mind, our heart and our soul, once they're in tune, when we're in that part of manifestation, then I think that's the, that's the magic recipe, right? I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. I hope that answered the question. Yeah. Well, what came to me is when you were saying about the attachments, like where we have that saying in manifestation, no attachment to the outcome. So that word is used in there. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's really nice when you can go into anything open-minded. I think, you know, it's like, um, don't get too rigid or too stuck on one thing because everything is always changing. And, you know, recently, and I think I talked to you about this, Julia, I had talked to somebody that had read a book and it was like, that book became their Bible. It was like, okay, that's just one person's version of this, but you Mm -hmm. know, there's a whole universe out there. It can be anything. And if we can all just stay open, I had a conversation with somebody. I I really want it to come in right now because it was so profound because I asked them a question and they went right into their thinking mind and, and creating an answer. And I said, now, now get out of that mind and get into just allowing the flow of something new to come in for an answer. And when they were able to let go of what they thought the answer might would be, and they're in their critical mind thinking about it. this most amazing answer came in for them. And they're like, I didn't even think about it could be like that. And all of a sudden everything shifted and it was like, Oh, it could be this also. So I like that. No attachments. Let's all, you know, be open. Like we were talking the other day, one day I could feel this way. And then tomorrow I could feel differently. I might get more information. I might see or experience something that changes that. And I love being in the fluidity fluidity of that because I used to be very no it's this way it's this way and how how um what would be the word arrogant I was about it that it was this way you know and it's like there couldn't be any other way right I need to be like this and now it's just like yeah it could be that way or it could be like this or it could be like that and that's exactly the same stuff that's coming to me it's like I, I was expressing it on I think I did last week as well as this morning um, it's like, I always, I thought there was an absolute truth and that's what we're trying to get to. What I'm finding is no, it's all right. truth. It's all, all truth. and it's, yeah. whatever, it's your truth and there's my truth. And there's, I mean, it's what's, everything is right for each person's truth and reality. And it's like, yeah. okay, that's really, <laughs> so yeah, it's an adjustment period. Yes. Yeah. It's so much, so much. Yeah. So in manifestation, when you can let go of, of like you were saying, wanting it to be a certain way, get rid of the wanting and the expectation and, and the preconceived ideas and all of that. And just be, you know, if we could just simplify it as humankind and just be like, I want to be happy. Cause that's really what, what the goal is, right? It's like, break it down. You have this thing you want to create. Why? What is the feeling you're hoping it will ignite in you? Cause that's really what you're after. I want to feel love. I want to be happy. I want to feel safe. I want to, you know, feel successful and then just simplify it and get it to those feelings and then let the world bring you the thing that's going to get you there. That's kind of a fun way to do it too. Mm -hmm. Are you starting to say something, Saba? Yeah. You know, um, I wanted to add to something you also said, Julia, on the, the, all the truths um, and everyone's reality is 
-hmm. you know, really where they lie in it. And I see that time and time again, and your belief systems or whatever your truth is, is just reflected to you in daily living. End of story. That's just going to be a reality. And so um, I agree with you on that. And as far as um, the uh, manifesting part of it, um, uh, Tracy, to add to what you said, I really think, yeah, you know, um, what what is it that you're looking for? Is it freedom? Is it safety? I'm really boiling it down to those um, beautiful and simple words are a very essential part to that recipe of like, oh my gosh, you know, well, what does that home or that car or or that person symbolize underneath it all? And then work towards that word and, and what that feels like and what that means to you. And then from there build. Yeah. So I don't know. Absolutely. Well said. Very well said. You know, before um, we forgot to bring our audience in and we usually ask them to tell us where they're from. So hopefully you've already done that because you know our routine. (laughs) People who have done that. Tiffany, are you able to get logged on to that now? Yes, ma'am. All right. So Tiffany's going to shout out to everybody. And if you have questions, please capitalize Tiffany so she knows you have a question and then just write your question in there. Um, If you are on Facebook, we do ask that you don't post underneath the post but actually click on the uh the live running show and open it up into its frame and and type the question in there and hopefully that'll resolve our problem where we weren't getting everybody's questions so all right i'll stop tiffany you're on tip <laughs> uh let's see i gotta go back um we have south florida utah we have philippines vietnam Australia, Ohio, uh, Connecticut, Missouri, Philadelphia, Wisconsin, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Canada. Um, Some people were just posting Houston, California, another Canada, uh, Washington, Australia, Ireland, Iowa, Ontario. That's amazing, guys. I'm just going to make a, a little clip of Julia doing this. So I, when I'm doing, I'm popping. Your lights are pop, 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 pop all over the world. That's just the grid lighting up. <laughs> <laughs> so sound effects. I love sound effects. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> love that. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <you. laughs> oh, hold on. I want to interject. I see a Sarah from Las Vegas. Is that the Sarah from the Disclosure Fest? Hi, Sarah. Oh. Oh, I think it might be. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. All right. Do we have questions? Yeah. Do we have any questions? I guess. Uh, yeah. We have a couple. Um, this one's interesting. Has... Dolores, or I'll put it to any of you, said anything on why ghosts are created? Created. (laughs) I do have some information, but I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. (laughs) Why ghosts are created. Well, maybe, maybe just what are ghosts? Let's just do that. Oh, okay. Uh, My impression of a ghost is if someone left their physical human body and didn't fully transfer over and they're they're in the space I call limbo and um, they're still in free will and they're still having experiences they're just not doing it through the physical body anymore and they haven't trans they haven't whatever you call transitioned over to the heaven realm or to where they originated from yet that's actually what I think too yeah somewhere in between yeah and and that's what I always thought too and I I agree with you I think it probably is um some of the information mom was getting right before she left was that um it's let's see here I gotta get it right it's like from another dimension timeline within that space it's like that life still going on I know there was a movie made and I can't remember the name of it right now but it's very similar it's where the soul is living there and then it's like another timeline where it's in the present and what they're experiencing they think it's a ghost it's actually those those beings are living there in that house 
in their timeline. Oh. And to them, the current ones are ghosts. So, so it's just that. alternate dimension yes. overlap. Exactly. Yeah. I see. So, and that makes sense too. I totally <laughs> jump on board with that. See, we're open-minded. Yeah. That all makes sense. Like all of it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That does make sense. I like that. And, you know, and sometimes there's residue from, I mean, that was something, or the elemental, the energies from in places. So sometimes we pick up on those. We don't necessarily see them. We feel that a lot of times. It's just the yeah. energy that was left there from um, whatever might have happened, beings that were there, or just events. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. A lot, a lot of different. I don't know. Do you see elementals? I mean, they, yeah, sometimes you do, I guess. I feel, I feel more than I see. <laughs> so. as far as like the fairy realm I feel it more than I see it and I've had some really fun experiences with the fairy realm really fun experiences but that would I think we've talked about it before and we, we go find that episode because it would take all it would take the episode to share some of that mm. so it's always so fun we'll you've had Saba. experiences Saba, with fairies yeah. or elemental yes or oh my gosh so um you have to ex feel it to understand it. That's all I can say. When we were in Hawaii, guys, do you remember that place where we would get juice and, and those amazing coconut puddings or whatever that was? Do you remember that little place? I don't know yeah. if you do. In, we, uh, in, in Hawaii. The was it yeah, in the, the little mall, mall yeah. that was like yeah. walking distance. Okay. So right in there, there was this little garden and you just felt this. I, I don't know. The only word I can say is like a fairy, uh, fairy garden kind of energy. Um, so yes. And I've had them come up in sessions. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's been my experience. Very fascinating. Very beautiful energy. And sometimes mischievous. <laughs> <laughs> so where were yeah. we that we were on? Oh, it was in, we were in Texas. Um, and we were on that whatever that is in Austin, it's a mountain there. And we went, remember we we're walking on it and all of a sudden you could feel that there was, there was like an entry to something and you're like, Oh, this is, it was just, you could just feel it. And sometimes pay attention to that. If you all of a sudden you just feels different, it's like I'm entering something. And usually when you have that feeling, it's good to ask permission <laughs> to enter uh, <laughs> because it is at some realm that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Entering at least a, a different frequency of some sort yeah what was the name of that mountain tiffany enchanted enchanted rock yep enchanted you're right rock. okay well, um, I the energy yeah yeah i do want to add to that about when you enter a space julia um i have a real estate background and so before i understood energy like i understand it now and understand everything. I would walk into a home and I can immediately feel if it was welcoming energetic space or I needed to stand outside um, or it needed to be a very quick um, uh, showing. Um, so yeah, I could totally feel, like you said, um, that energy. So if, if I were to enter space and I felt that presence of like, what are you doing here? I would um, intuitively, I guess, mm -hmm. oh, I Wow. I would yeah, say, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh. I would just kind of go, Oh, hold on a second. You know, wait a minute. Um, and I, I would just have this sense, this feeling of, of, of being in a space of like, yes or no, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. Like when you're in that position and you're somewhere and you feel like you have to ask permission or, you know, not, not, you're not supposed to be there. Don't be there. Yeah. <laughs> or to, to respect, because I'm, I'm I'm imagining, because I know on that same trip, I was watching other people and some people are, you know, they don't feel energies. They're not, they're not sensitive, at least not yet, or they're not recognizing it yet. And they just trample right on through. Well, nothing happened to them. It wasn't like it was, oh, you know, you have to have permission. It was a respect yeah. thing. And I, uh -huh. I just wonder if we it's possible that we were seeing it differently because we did ask permission than those that just, you know, run through it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've had yeah. that experience too. It's, it's that respect of permission. Nothing's going to happen to you, you know, stomping through the woods or whatever, but be respectful of it. You're going to have a much better experience, I think. 
as you go through it and you're being mindful in in this place and it's like somebody just coming through your house you know like just open the door and walk on in how do you feel (laughs) you know right i i've had showings yet in the past where it was um a little bit uh the energy was a little thick but yeah nothing happened i agree with you but um as far as sensing into it like you said some people don't even understand it they walk right past it they don't even feel it if it's a you know whatever it is um if it's some amazing bubbly energy they're just you know um, they're not in tune with it so yeah i think understanding and really on the side of the fence of understanding this a magical world right yeah which is what i feel has happened to my life these last few years and understanding energetic energetics um and really tuning into it and understanding the language of it. So, yeah. so here's something, Saba. I wonder if you, if you were to think back, because I don't know if you're still doing real estate or showing it or any of that, since you have known energy and, and understood this better. But I just wonder, looking back, when you felt it was a welcoming energy or times when you felt this, it was like, no, don't come in here. Did those, did the showings that you did, did they purchase? Did they not? I mean, can you see a correlation between... Oh, totally. Actually, totally. Where it wasn't um, supposed to happen. It was Mm. just like a no. And so like, who's to say whatever the energetic thing was, it could have just been like, hey, this is not the house for you. Because, um, and I still own my firm, by the way. But, you know, I always say that the home chooses or the property chooses you. I mean, we like to think that we're the ones choosing, but honestly, they choose you. It's an energetic exchange between you know, the space where you're going to create these loving memories. I mean, so yeah, it, it, and this is the understanding that I have of it now, you know, it's that it wasn't you choosing it. I completely agree. And I got all yeah. the truth bumps <laughs> down my leg when you said that. That is so yeah. cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right, Tiffins, you got more questions? Um, Let's see. Oh. There is a question about what do you know about the new earth? Okay. Ladies, take it away. <laughs> what are you getting in your sessions? Go ahead, Saba. All right. So can <laughs> I can I talk a little bit about my personal on this a, a little? So because this is was was all new to me. Okay, all these concepts are fairly new, right? Within five years. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it took me and in those five years, a few years to understand this very complex concept, in my opinion, okay, of what the new earth is. Um, and so what I have come to understand is that there's these layers of frequencies throughout, okay? And our perception, our reality, our whatever our wounds are, whatever our preconceived ideas or whatever our love ideas are, are going to be that frequency that we're living in. And so when we see that split, absolutely, I feel the split um, because I sometimes when there's something being explained or something pops up on TV, I'm just like, I don't even understand that. And I feel like a complete observer, not that I'm detached from the reality. I just feel like it's a very distant and when I have people come in session and they talk about the the new earth, I've had it different ways. If my client comes in completely thinking that they're going to be taken somewhere X, Y, Z, I, I do feel that um, maybe there is some truth there for them. I, I'm not sure, but that has come through. So I had to really understand where my thoughts were on this. So I've seen it both ways in my, ooh, I thought I had my ringer off. <laughs> Oops. Um, so I've had it uh, both ways. Um, but in session, I've had it where they said, look, it's happening now. Like mm-hmm. this, the separation of the earth is really now. It's just where are you vibrationally? Where are you in your frequency? And, you know, are you constantly fighting? Are you constantly aggressive? Are you constantly, you know, where are you? Okay, that's going to be mirrored back right? That's just going to be reality. And so I've heard that more than anything in my sessions. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yep. It's, it's that personal journey to get there. That's going to 
that's going to set that energy for the masses or the, you know, it, it's just an individual journey. And I think you and I, Julia, you and I have talked about that so many times. Um, New Earth. Yeah, it's already there. Mm -hmm. We can all already be there. Uh, sometimes we're there and sometimes we're back in 3D. Um, I would say when we were in a Ibiza, we were there. It seemed like we were all just staying in that high vibration the whole time. Um, you know, we've had these experiences off and on, I think. That's just part of that journey. It worked. We finally made her cold enough to put it on. <laughs> it's freezing in Florida now. These girls sent me that weather. <laughs> you guys <laughs> the mountain air over. <laughs> it's cold. If, if you missed that part, Saba's in Florida and we're and both Julia and I are in colder climates. And we said we're just gonna send you cold energy and see how long it takes <laughs> you to put a coat on or put your sweater on. So very fun. But yeah. It's our journey. I mean, like, we. I, I know we want to make everything very purposeful because, you know, that's feels good to have purpose. That's an absolute zero thing, that absolute truth thing. Yeah, we want, we want yeah, a definitive point. And it's like, <laughs> there isn't one. There isn't one. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Oh. Is, uh, is there a deadline? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no. Matter of fact, one of the one of the things that keeps coming up for for me is that all the dimensions will always exist. So mm -hmm. this idea that we're separating from the third dimension going into 5D, it it gives this idea that the third dimension just goes away into the ethers and never exists again. And even your mom says, no, it'll still be there. And yeah. people will still be mm -hmm. on that journey. And it's okay because eventually everyone makes it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so on board with that philosophy is, you know, we're all on our own journeys to get there and, and how we transition into that. Um, I think people are taking different routes into that. You know, there's so many, that, that's probably the next question, Tiffany is how's it going to happen? Will there be a flash? Will I wake up in the morning and I'm in it? Well, you know, what's going to happen? Event or some, some kind yeah. of major event. Yeah. Yeah. And it we, can be we, I think we each have, events in our lives that do that get us yeah. that act as catalysts maybe or something to shift and do things but there i don't it's not one global event though no i mean we had a global event and a lot of people woke up during that time exactly so we might see some things like that see those active catalysts they shake us awake they're they're doing things so just Pay attention. That was like a major thing that had to happen. We had to shift. And so it did it on that global level. But for the most part, our shifts and our events are going to be personal. Yeah. And it might be worth saying again, because we said this a week or two ago, where everything is in perfect order. Yeah. Everything, the chaos, mm -hmm. all of it, the good, the bad, the indifferent, because it's all moving us out of our comfort zone to get us into this other space, to get us into the awakening. And um, one of the other things that I mentioned that was coming through is that even the people that we call asleep or the sheeple or mm -hmm. cute names we have for these people, they're not asleep. <laughs> they're playing a role for us to help us through the awakening. So when we can drop all the judgment around all these things, and around the wars, around fighting, around greed, banks, hospitals, medical systems, all the things. When you can drop all that judgment around it, now you're talking 5D. Yeah. So, yeah, my quick little soapbox moment on that. <laughs> Good soapbox. <laughs> soapbox. <laughs> it's, I always, when I'm looking at these on YouTube later, my hands are always like this, you guys. I love it. Mine are too. Let me tell you, hands, people. <laughs> we are moving the hands. Italian. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to add to that. So the triggers part and like what really, um, it, let's say something triggers me, right? And I get pushed into that little corner. Um, and it's, hurting it's like so intense but when I come out on the other end I'm like I would not have found other pieces of me that were you know other places that I needed to get back 
to be whole and to feel more whole. So, you know, exactly, at, you know, when we talk about the people that trigger you or work you up or whatever, um, once you work with it and, you know, don't let it sit there for 20 some years or whatever, um, we try to really do that work and dig deep. Um, but again, how would we get there without um, the trigger? You know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I would like to think we don't have to get triggered, right? Yeah, that's I guess what I was just going to say that I'm hopeful too. that we don't always have no. to have a trigger, but. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh maybe for now, that's kind of what works. <laughs> just, just think of it this I'm way. Like, like we're talking about the tragedy triggers. Yeah. We also get triggered in love. Yes. You know, it's triggered mm-hmm. in passion and kindness and all kinds of things. And we get opportunities to grow that way, too. So let's let's keep it all in mind. You know, it's it's all of so thank you. I was like, why did I say that? She's right. We can get triggered <laughs> into good things too. We Positive and love. We tend to let's <laughs> work to notice the the other one more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are gonna notice those more. But the word trigger and the word manipulate, those are words that we have negative um association mm. with. But yet your mom will use that term. We're here to learn how to manipulate the energy. Yeah. And if you think about it, that's what, that's the best word for it. Mold and, and shape and utilize. <laughs> we're shaping and molding our energies to create what, what we're desiring. Yeah. And we're learning how to do that with our emotions, with our reactions, with our experiences. We can control the charges we're giving it. If, if you start diving into all that self-work with it is kind of fun or it can be absolutely yeah then the triggers can be fun triggers yeah or we can just do it some we do things proactively we do things you know we just come it's like okay i want to learn about this right now and how can i do that maybe we, we are more conscious about it i feel like the triggers are there because we we want to go into something but we're not even aware of it and so that's where it's pushing us and, and we're like, ah, you know, but if we can do things from the other direction and be more conscious about it, then maybe we don't need triggers. Absolutely. I agree with that one because now I've pretty much stepped into a place of flow and just kind of like follow the breadcrumbs and notice the, the patterns. And I just kind of go, oh, okay. Uh, you know, this seems interesting that this came into my awareness and I would actually, I'm going to bring up, I'm actually going to be doing a companion class. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those moments where I was like, this came to my awareness. Okay. And I just kind of just step into the yes and step into the, the breadcrumbs and and noticing the patterns and really just flowing with it. Like you said, so that you're not in a position where you're like, oh, I I could have probably done that a year ago. I didn't have to be in this position where I got pushed, right? Or something. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. What's Following the part of the bed comes. <laughs> the psychic two by four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there again, the time factor doesn't matter. It's that you're there now. And so that's like, you know, oh, I could have done this back here. It's you're there. That's yeah. what matters. So you're, you're at that. Absolutely. Nobody on that other side, they don't, time is not an element whatsoever. It's it's just what progress are you making? Where are you? Yeah. I love that. I love it. I love that too. I like it. Cool. <laughs> I just want to hear you talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear Tiffany talk. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any more questions, Tiff? Yeah. Speaking of triggers. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> do, do you really believe what Dolores said about backdrop people? And everything that implies such as random strangers not having original consciousness of their own, uh, in parentheses, creepy. Oh, creepy. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just tell you, and I, you guys, you know, whatever thoughts you have here, but this is what I've gotten with, this is where I'm at with it. Um, and I know where mom was and I know how she, she wrote about it and everything, but you have to, this was a concept that was totally new and she was still grappling with it, trying to understand it, asking all these questions around it, just trying to get an idea because it was just so, it was kind of like if you were to introduce simultaneous time, you know, 
50 years ago, it was that kind of a thing. It was like, what? what? You know, I think she was asking crazy questions around that too. Not to say they were crazy. It's just trying to understand <laughs> it, you know? And so you're just all around it and all over it. And so these answers kind of come out a little, you know, where it's interesting. And and some of it can be a little creepy sounding because it's like, oh my gosh, they don't have souls. They don't have this. What, what are you talking about? Um, here's what makes sense to me. And and this is this is my truth. Now, I don't know because mom was getting more information. I've heard different people talk about it in different ways, but it doesn't make sense from my understanding of how the universe works. So what makes sense to me is that we are all backdrop people to each other playing in the scenes. When we have an our role, we have our scene going on. We have people in the background. Let's say you're in the grocery store and I'm at the clerk. And I, that at that point, me and that clerk are the main characters, right? Then they have, there's a lot of other people. Those are the background people. They're all playing their roles and doing their things. Now, let's shift the camera now to one of them that's playing. You know, they're in there now. They're the starring role of their film. And now I'm a background to them you know, and whatever they're doing, maybe they have mother and child or something, and they're interacting with something, and they've got this that, this role going on, this play going on. Now I'm over here just doing something. See, that makes sense to me. That, And it doesn't make sense that I don't have a soul or you don't have a soul because you are in the background. It just makes sense that I have a lesser part. I'm not, I'm just in, I'm, I'm a peripheral being in your play. Yeah. That just happened. I agreed to be there that day to be in your play. And that was it. I don't have an acting. I don't have a speaking role. I don't have any main part to play in here. I'm just here. And the same as you are to mine in this other scenario. So, um, and that, and it's like, and then see when she said something about when you pay attention to them now, they have, they, they got, it's like, I remember in the last book, it was something about when, now that you pay attention to them, then it's like they shift. Well, doesn't that make sense? All of a sudden you come to them, they have a speaking role. They shifted in this play. They are yeah. no longer background. Now they're part of the main scene. That makes sense to me. Yeah. What are your guys yeah. thought? You don't have to agree with me. I'm just, that just um, what I'm going to, I, I kind of, I agree kind of like strongly agree with you, but I had a client that described it a certain way. So I'm going to give that for perspective. Okay. So people have, okay. You know, you guys are all making your own minds up too. Mm -hmm. just like we're Absolutely. listening to these different scenarios. And um, so he called, he called things different names. Like he, we would say the soul or the oversoul, or then, then we are an aspect of that soul. So he called it the Godhead, the aspect, and then a shard and the shard. So the Godhead would be the soul. The aspect would be us. Like we come in and we're here experiencing a life and then i think he called it the shard the shard was still a part of the soul but not as much of a not as much of the soul just coming into experience so we're reporting back we're reporting back experiences as an aspect and then the shard would just be reporting back um information not necessarily experiences but information and that would be a backdrop person. In my opinion, that's what he was saying. That okay. was a okay. That they're here with purpose mm -hmm. and they're gathering information, but they don't play necessarily, like you were saying, a role. At, whereas people that are aspects of the soul are playing the roles and, and having the hu human experience and doing that. I'm like, it's an interesting way to think about it. So mm -hmm. I'm sharing that in case that resonates for someone. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of with you that I think we're all souls and we're, when we interact, we're main characters in each other's play. And when we're not, the grocery stores are perfect. I, I could be driving down the road and just be in that extra in somebody else's play, you know, or exactly. shopping and being in my little space and not paying attention. And I'm just a backdrop person to someone else's conversation. Yeah. That totally makes and sense. And you're not any less or any greater a soul by doing that. You're just playing a role. Yeah, and, we're all playing the roles. Yeah. Okay, Saba, your turn. Yeah, so I totally agree with everything both of you are saying. And I also have my own idea to this. 
um, because I saw it on one of my trips overseas where there was a group of people that were on the carriages with horses and they were really worked up and there were like probably 40 of them uh, just really energetically, passionately conveying their messages, but they were upset. And I swear to you, it it seemed like one consciousness of this energy just around them. And so I can understand the idea of uh, the backdrop or the soulless or whatever we want to call it, right? Um, too, because I can see that, okay, can a group of people travel with a very similar energetic a thought okay yes absolutely that can what we can call uh where it becomes almost like to us when we start to witness it go what is that it's that we're witnessing the energy of that one consciousness so to speak um and that's my take on it that where can that term come from or of like that they're they're not really there it's because they're all drinking the kool-aid they're on the same you know wavelength (laughs) And, um, and yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but you know, I, that's a great way to end that. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't know. We're all, we don't know. Yeah. We got the warning. So I'm going to let Julia ask you for all your information. Yes, absolutely. How can people find you, Saba? (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. I'm in South Florida, very close to Miami. Um, and, uh, my website is qhhtflorida.com and, uh, reach out to me if you're interested in having a session. And I had so much fun with you ladies today. Oh, yeah, we had fun with you. I'm so glad Thank you could come. Yeah. And yeah, Julia, if people want to become a practitioner, yeah. if they want to go to the re- reunion retreat, if they want to, uh, find a practitioner, where do they go? qhhtofficial.com for everything. <laughs> I'll just do that. On the homepage, we have a lot of information for the different things. We have our courses that are coming up. We have our level one course. We have our reunion retreat that's coming up in Thailand. Uh, so we have links there and you'll see videos and things going on about there. Um, find a practitioner. That's where you can find Tracy and Saba, um, as well as anybody in your area. Just look for, you know, if you want a session, just look in the area you're willing to travel to and see who resonates with you. Contact them by email or some digital form and telepathically. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are a practitioner, get on the get on the website with your picture, please. I've had several conversations about this lately, so I'm blanket statement this on the show. If you are a practitioner, be findable. Help people find you and resonate with you. Get your picture on there and fill out your profile page please all right yes absolutely right, i love you thank you tiffany love you all yes thank you tiffany thank you saba it was wonderful thank you see you again Always amazing <laughs> can't wait to see you ladies i'm trying to get to thailand so yes oh fantastic <laughs> okay love you all i'll see you everyone. next time Bye bye